Hi, I'm Keegan and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 103rd episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. Downtime. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. I'm Tyler and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, speaks in sweet whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Grows Matrices. He is a Foster and Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the packs worked together to defeat doppelgangers of themselves, a corrupt Shadow Lord, and then confronted the mighty Talon of the Worm, Zumahi. Battling as best they could, claw, fang, blood and fur, they were finally able to seal away the great talent with the help of the five and the members of Older Brother who came along with them. Windtamer, impressed by their actions, said that she would tell the Karen and that they would all receive a rank up and reach their next rank for no formal challenge could ever come close to the great struggles against Zumahi. However, it is then that Earth Pillar approached them. Fearful that his resurrection of Kyle could start another war of rage, he asked that the group would approach Older Brother and use a fetish to remove their memories of Fomori's Bane and the Ill Omens from the final confrontation to keep the secret of resurrection safe. And so the groups begin to head back to the desert snow. You are walking back to the Karen now with Earth Pillar giving you a bit of a, a side eye. You notice that your Korax friend has already flown off, likely to grab the fetish under for Earth Pillar to help you out. The five members of Older Brother just ahead, leading the way, as Earth Pillar watches expectantly for you to broach the subject. You all know that using this fetish on humans is some not common, but is used fairly often, but it is considered very dishonorable to use this fetish on Garu without their permission first. Kyle will walk closer to Earth Pillar and say, as quietly as is reasonable, we will do it. Good. It's probably best that you speak to them before we get back to the Karen, then. Mark will lean his head down between the two and say that trust and honesty has gotten us this far. Let's keep that path. Then Kyle will approach all of the members of Older Brother. Everyone, if you have a moment. They come to a stop. And turn around to look at you. What was done here today was incredible, and the nation needs to know of it, but I think it best if the involvement of Fomori's Bane and the Ill Omens is forgotten. When Tamer cocks an eyebrow, are you sure? What do you... She thinks for a moment and just goes, mm. because of the, the right that was used on you. Yes. Mage Killer kind of huffs and goes, but it's not right. You did help us, and you did great things for the nation to to lose out on being part of the Silver Record. 
There's always more opportunity to write our names into the silver record. Heather goes, I will do whatever my elders think is best. Well, specifically, we would like your permission to use the partridge feather to forget our involvement after the cave-in. Very well, says uh, Windtamer. We can do this for you. You see a massive look of relief on Earth Pillar's face when you see an object fall from the sky and he catches it. It is the partridge feather. If you would all stand still, please. As he begins to perform the use of the fetish as he moves it and swirls it around all five Garu slowly, the fog of forgetfulness begins to cloud their eyes. Wind Tamer looks at you all and she simply says, you are the most honorable Garu I know and it is shameful that I will forget it. And the ritual is done as they stand in a daze for a moment an earth pillar pockets and hides the fetish. Mage killer looks you over. As I was saying, damn shame about the cave-in. You missed something grand, fighting the greatest creature of the worm in a generation. This will be written in the silver record. I'm sorry that you won't be you wouldn't you weren't there to be heralded as heroes, as I know you would have been if you were there. Though we saw the spiral bodies that you had faced leaving the caves. You were instrumental in us fixing this, keeping enemies off of us. So thank you for Maury's Bane, Ill Omens. You're very welcome, Rhea. We're happy to do our part. Just very grateful that you're all safe and that the Sept was saved. You return to the Cairn. A moot is called, which will also be there to allow you all to return to the Sacred Stone. However, during the storytelling, several of the Galliards sing of Fomori's Bane and their battle against mighty spirals and powerful Banes to aid older brother in sealing up the Talon of the Worm. As all of you gain five temp glory and Fomori's Bane gets one temp honor and Ill Omens get two temp honor for their job in keeping the others safe from various banes and spirals. Mark will bow ahead of thanks to the Galliards. Since this is a moot, can we uh, recognize Renown? Yes, you can. Uh, I've got uh, glory. Okay. Your glory is recognized. I have glory and wisdom. Your glory and wisdom are recognized. Thank you, Rhea. And I have glory as well. Your glory is recognized. One of each. One of each has been recognized. I am full on glory. Absolutely 100% full on glory. <laughs> Minus two honor for that bragging, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just a sigh of irritation, because I can't get anything. Uh, all right. It's all good. As, as the moot winds down, the moon bridges are opened, and you are able to return to the sacred stone. You now have some time to yourselves to spend experience, each spend or to even learn rights as the Garu of the Karen hearing about your battles against the spirals and all of the work you did to try and uncover the talent of the worm. They believe that you have some time to yourselves. Uh, just as a example, you 
learning a rank one gift will cost the normal amount of experience and it'll take about two days of downtime. Learning a rank two gift will take the normal experience plus four days of downtime. Learning a rank three gift will take eight days of downtime. Increasing Gnosis to a new rank will of through meditation is the new rank in days plus do two day two additional days for any additional points of gnosis so if you bought like if you went from five to seven it would be nine days because you're just adding two days to the new ranking that you're purchasing all right uh increasing an ability that wasn't regularly used for the past few weeks is the new dot in weeks it's that's a per dot basis so like Mark, an example would be if you wanted to increase leadership to one, that's one week. If you wanted to increase it to two, that's another two weeks to total total of three. And then to get to three weeks, that's another three weeks. So that'd be a total of six weeks of downtime. Mm -hmm. uh, increasing an attribute is the same under the same rules as ability and downtime. Uh, increasing rage, each dot takes three days of downtime. Willpower follows the same rules as Gnosis. And then if you want to increase backgrounds of any kind without experience, tell me what kind of background you want, and then we will talk about what roles you might want to need to make and how much downtime that's going to take you. If you want to learn rights at this time, that is, that is also possible. Awesome possum. So three dots in leadership would take six weeks. Yes, because you're starting from zero. So at that point, I go to the group. Would I be able to do this? Is this reasonable to both packs? We need like two months. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So, definitely. And then I wanted to get uh, that last, that first dot investigation as well. So, that would be seven weeks? Yes. Okay. So, definitely Mark wants to do that. Okay. So, that's seven weeks. And you might have some extra downtime where you guys just relax. Just as a, as an FYI, given everyone has variable things they want to do, that already takes us to February fifteenth. So, we got Mark set up. Cora, how are you spending your experience and your downtime? So I was looking at getting silver claws and increasing my willpower. Now that leaves me with six experience, and I could either get a rank of primal urge. Or I was also kind of looking at Falling Touch, which is a, I think it's a rank one gift. It is. Yeah, it's a rank one gift, which looks like it could actually be pretty useful. It is very, it, it's pretty useful. It's still just a rank one. Kind of going back and forth between the Primal Urge or... So against Falling. a non-Garu, it's pretty useful. But if you're fighting yeah. someone in Krynos then it becomes like a diff 10 with multiple successes needed to knock them down, right? Yeah. So just keep that in mind if that's what you want to get. Like, But if you're using it to like knock down like a Pentex person who's just a normal person, then that's a little more reasonable. Right. So on that, can it affect spirits as well, like Banes and Pomori and stuff? Yes, but it would use their uh, their willpower as the difficulty or their rage. Okay, and those are pretty high in those types of spirits, right? Yeah, like it's a diff seven, right? It's a diff seven for scrags, I think. Okay, so for, so... for lower level spirits, 
it's okay because you get you only need one success, right? Yeah. For other spirits, it's less than useful. Like a bitter rage is just a flying swarm, so knocking them down is meaningless because they don't have a concept of up and down. Fair enough. Okay, then I think I'll just stick with the primal urge. So that puts me at the but silver claw. True fear. True fear. True fear. Strength plus intimidation roll. You take someone's action away. And when you're in Krenos, you're, you have a monster pool for strength. You don't take any of the social roll penalty. True fear. It- it's it's a great gift. Rank two, a rune gift. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I could I could get that, and that that does look very um, very helpful. Like that that crossed my mind while I was looking through the list. But I was like, eh. The urge is baller, but that is taking away someone's action when you don't have to dodge. If they can't attack you, you don't have you to don't dodge. You don't have to. You don't so have you to dodge. So you could take a target out of the fight. No, I do like that. So I think, yeah, I'll get that as well. So silver claws, a rank of willpower, and true fear. Okay. Okay. That's 19 days. So that takes you to January 16th. So you've got a bit of a time deficit that I'm sure you'll... F- Fill up. Okay, let's go to. Uh, so I am grabbing rank four and rank five gnosis. Um, okay. Rank eight willpower and okay. rank two survival. Okay, so it's twenty nine days of training for Kyle. Next is William. What are you spending your experience on? So I'd like to spend my experience on two gifts, which is cyber senses and spirit of the fray. I would also like to increase leadership from two to three. Okay, so that's three weeks. And then I would also like to work with the kin at Sacred Stone and work on the background of purchasing plots of land to build up apartment complexes that merge the technology and creating or what is it? Um, Reading, uh, food. Yeah, okay. Uh, cool. So let's make that a dot and contacts for uh, the Colorado uh, building department. And so you'll get a dot of contacts there. And that will fill out the time to getting to SIG's training time, which is February 15th. Cool. Zeb, what are you spending your experience on? Uh, Gnosis 6. Leadership 3, Battle Mandala, Spirit Snare, and then 3 Rituals, Rite of Spirit Awakening, which is rank 2, Last Blessing, which is rank 1, and Gathering of the Departed, which is rank 1, and Raise a Background in Totem. Okay, cool. Alright, give me your Rituals roll with your current Ritual scores. Alright, so you learned that, and then your other uh, rank 1 done okay so that puts us at february 22nd is uh when your downtime ends so knowing that cora and kyle specifically is there anything in addition that you'd want to do such as increasing ability scores learning rights uh i'm up for suggestions for rights. I'm I can't increase anything else because I spent literally all my experience on <laughs> everything I listed. Sure. Uh, actually, I do have one that would be quite useful. I would recommend trying to learn the right of joining. It is a seasonal right, 
of the children of Gaia that they perform usually every Earth Day. It is a rite used to represent brotherhood, togetherness, and it was hinted at that the elder here was talking about a Earth Day rite with you and the children of Gaia to promote a kind of unified front at Sacred Stone. So you might be able to lead those if you chose to learn that rite. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. So to learn this rite, you must roll Intelligence Rituals, difficulty 10, minus your intelligence. Each roll represents two weeks, and you need a total of two successes to fully learn the rite. If you get zero successes on one of your roll, you have to spend willpower to continue. If you botch the roll, you will have to wait for another time to learn this ritual. You learn it in two weeks. Cool. It is the first half moon, January 9th. The moot has been called. And this is a very, very special moot. For, well, it is time for Dawn and Kurt to prove themselves to the nation. And Cora, you have been called to help because Alrighty. it sounds like Dawn, inspired by her two saviors, Bloodwind and Cora Two Hearts, that she wishes to join the Geta Fenris for her rite of passage. As Dawn approaches Cora Two Hearts and goes, me and Kurt are leaving in a few as you see her painted with glyphs of the Garu Nation. Is there anything you can tell me? Anything useful for the right to prove myself worthy to right Fenris? Two things. Seems appropriate for two hearts. The first thing, the fear of death has no place. The second thing, temper that with intelligence, movements, and thoughtfulness in what you're going to be doing. Because yes, don't be afraid of death because that will hinder you. However, you don't want to go in to whatever you're gonna do and just go crazy with the violence. You want to make sure that you're keeping your pack safe and yourself safe so that you can fight longer and be useful to your tribe and to the nation as a whole. Thank don't you. Don't go in dumb. Sure. I will do as you say and not as you do. Probably for the best. The three painstaking days of waiting, you, they finally return. The fetch that came with them, saying that they had been successful. And so, Cora, you travel with Dawn to Canada, or to, uh, to Yellowstone, to where there is a Get a Fenris Karen to celebrate and to show her the ropes as she is brought, you bring her there to learn her tribal secrets. Time continues on, rights are learned, alliances established, and on February the 16th, a lull in most of your trainings, and enough of a lull that even those of you who are still training have time to interact with, an old friend returns to the Sacred Stone. As Malcolm enters, working with the elders, speaking back and forth with various Garu here. He sees all of you and makes a sign of acknowledgement. Since he's working, Cora probably won't approach just yet. Wait until he has a moment. But, like, give a wave. We thought you were dead. <laughs> Type of, we're so excited to see you. Wave. 
When evening comes and his work has kind of slowed down, he is sitting by some fire over the hill. He's keeping the fire well contained and using several spirits of water to keep the land around him fairly moist so that there it, nothing will catch given the dry conditions of the area. Ah, Amori's Bane, ill omens. Who's this one? As he looks over at William. I am William Groves Matrices. It's a pleasure to make, you, make your acquaintance. Pleasure's all mine. Wow. As he looks and you see the ram horns fairly well maintained recently, as if he's been cleaning them a bit more, and he seems to be holding them with a bit of pride. What have you been up to? We heard people haven't seen you and, and your pack for a while. Traveling the Telerium, going to various near realms, fighting the worm. We did a few things fighting a Pentex org down in Africa. Strangest damn thing. They had a new shifter on their side, one I'd never heard about even in our legends. Oh. Cora's face goes blank, her mind immediately going to Maxwell. <laughs> where rhinoceros? Saw it in its animal form, its crinus form, and it had a glabro form, but none of them took Hamid, which was odd to me. Mm. Weird thing, too. None of them smelled of the worm, so I don't know if these are new creatures of Gaia that were simply tricked, or if it's some new, new tool of the worm that can mask its own taint. That would be terribly helpful for them if they could just mask their own taint. Well, the, t- the Defiler has been known to have the- grant that power. I've heard that several cults dedicated to it, specifically cults that work very hard to turn love into possession. Mm, true. Very possible for a new creature of the worm, but if it is a creature of the worm, perhaps we would have run into it already. No, oh, well, maybe. The worm creates new things all the time, or at least corrupts new things. And as it gets stronger and it becomes more of a regular occurrence, maybe it just, the world is so tainted that we can't smell the taint on them anymore. Mark will kind of walk over to Malcolm and then uh, just kneel down and kind of put a encur- encouraging hand on his shoulder. You live up to your namesake, Wormerder Rhea, but perhaps this is maybe again. Another spawn of Gaia. Yes, we've been dealing with so much spawn of the worm. So much so that it looks so hopeless. But maybe, maybe there might be a little bit of hope here. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see, I guess, as he rubs his hands through his hair. Well, but how about you? I've heard tale that y'all went to Erebus. We did. Apparently a two-year-long endeavor. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. I'm hoping that it's less than that with snow. Really? She didn't go to Erebus, but she decided to go on a spirit journey to take care of business, and no one's seen her for the past month now. Korg looks a little sad, like, oh no, a guy who I look, to, look up to. Their spirit certainly guides them to far-reaching places. Guy be with... I hope so. Heather and Roger are concerned, and I'm concerned for Heather. Yeah, I- I'm, c- I'm concerned too. Well, Heather more so, she's... Strange. How so? Heather's eyes are brown. You know that. I know that. Or at least they were. Her right eye is blue now. And some of her hair is coming in blonde. And she doesn't know what it is. And sometimes she'll say strange things about things she 
Roger has no recollection of them ever doing. Well, this certainly sounds like repeated history. In what way? Very familiar to and similar to Carson Faces the Storm and his attempts into regaining his body and his status here within the nation. Hmm. Maybe. This... And that could be it. This just seems different. I've heard tales down at Tranquil Swamp that other women there are experiencing the same things. Women with black hair waking up redheads. Women who who gained or lost two, three inches. Just black furies, then. That's the pattern, yes. Is it everyone? Not all of them yet, but it seems to be spreading. Have there been truly negative side effects of this? Well, saying that you've been places and done things that no one's ever heard of is fairly negative in my book. I view it as just odd. They haven't been attacking anybody yet. No. Once again, view it as a negative thing when people you know and care about seem to be turning into someone else. Perhaps it's a ancestor spirit that is granting knowledge. Maybe. It's the only thing that I can think of. Oh, right. Malcolm turns and lifts up his shirt pocket and goes, I heard there was a new glasswalker in the cairn. I didn't know that he was part of your pack, Sweet Whispers. New to us now. We're glad to have him. Well, we ended up having to take out a tainted, uh, tainted glasswalker over in San Francisco. The fetish is good. We performed the rite of cleansing. I thought you guys could use it. As he hands you kind of an old school camera, William. I'll reach out and grab it. Thank it's an interesting you, fetish. Interesting fetish. You give it gnosis, and then you try and take a picture with it. Whatever the picture is, it's the opposite side of the gauntlet that you're on. That is quite interesting. It's about as hard to take a picture as it is the, to pass through the gauntlet. But, you know... Every bit, ha- every bit helps. Just be careful. If you try and take too many unsuccessful pictures, we've noticed pattern spiders and other weaver spirits get agitated and come to attack. I'll keep that in mind. Anyway, it looks like Brian and Jimmy will be over in New York soon. We're going to go spend some time with Agatha. He's been getting on in years, and while she's running a tight sept... Shadow Dagger is calling into question age and, of course, competency. And so if he tries to call for any sort of right of the Winter Wolf, we'll be there to put him back in his place. Glad to hear it. Give her our best. Will do. Come visit sometime. She misses you. Oh, we probably should. She'll make cardboard soup and she'll roll her bones. You know divine things or at least tell you things that she divined from the spirits sounds like a good time oh uh malcolm before you head out just a quick question at the next moot that i attend i plan on announcing my rank challenge and i was just seeking maybe a little bit of advice all right what kind of advice you looking for well really just what to expect kind of been on the journey for ways to better my better myself in my dealings with the spirits but i still have this feeling of not being prepared well that's how we usually all feel remember getting to foster and is all things considered fairly easy getting to adrian is when they start you know really testing us 
And they really test us because Adrian suggests that you could be a future leader of Garu. And we cannot suffer Garu to show weakness or stupidity. And so my best guess is that they're going to test you mentally in dealing with spirits. Probably not the strength of your gifts, though. Anyone can learn a gift and anyone can use a gift. My bet is that they'll use, they'll have you do something spirit related and the, and that it will be unconventional. And it is a way for you to, to see how you interact with strange spirits, how you interact under times of stress and see how quickly you work. Of course, I ate it. Speaks with sweet whispers with his Adrian challenge. And certainly was a test not only of the mental, but also the physical dodging those spirits. All Garu were warriors first, in some, some capacity. We can take out mortal men like it's nothing. Even the most untrained of us. As is the gift of Gaia we've been given. Thank you, Wormherdery. I really appreciate this. Sure. Here, he's passing out some food. Let's just hang out and eat for a bit. Thanks. Will do. I, I need to relax anyway. I've been a busybody. Night continues on, and as time continues, your training time ends, as I said, on February 22nd. You have now, you have 17 days till the next moot, which you can totally wait for and continue to do things around the sept. If that, if any of you want to do rank challenges or you all can do something else. So we'll have it that you all Return to Karen Grounds after scrounging up some food in the city, thanks to Dimitri and his connections and Kyle's connections with the local homeless. Though William insists on paying for himself. Thank you very much. As he clo finally closes on a deal, he has the apartment buildings and they've begun construction work and have gotten the appropriate permits to upgrade the buildings so that they can start working on their new project. William, hanging out in the background due to obvious ragey reasons, is funding and planning the endeavors, but he is allowing a kinfolk to speak to the media to promote this new ecological-friendly way of living. The Facebook comments on any news story regarding this are predictably negative, given the nature of Colorado Springs. How would you guys like to continue? Mark would like to check in on Unyielding Road. Okay. And the kin that have been using him. I think Flux is in order. If anyone would like to come with. Yeah, I'm with you. I promised. <laughs> so, Mark, you do find Unyielding Road and you find something interesting. They were able to get a kinfolk who worked up at Rocky Mountain National Park to help them with their food runs. The reason they got this very specific kinfolk, as it turns out, is that they are a rare breed in that they're one of the few kinfolk who has access to Gnosis. They are a kinfolk that can step sideways and activate certain gifts that allow them to channel their Gnosis. And more importantly, they are a kinfolk who can activate fetishes. They were discovered and the uh, Bloodwind and his pack were sent up to collect them. This kinfolk was mildly, well, mildly put off by the Fenrir lupus. Makes sense. <laughs> so 
someone who could keep my fetish going and can activate fetishes. This is interesting. The name was Jolie Christensen. He's a distant relation to this Karen and a relation to the children of Gaia. You heard about her and then she's coming in going, hey, as she's short, stocky, mildly plump, but has incredibly strong legs as a standard set of hiking boots as she regularly hikes mountains and has wandered the Rocky Mountain National Park. She clearly has a way with wilderness with fairly calloused hands and relatively tan given all of her time outside as she looks you over and goes, you the one who made this? As I'm walking up the path to greet her. Yes, and two friends of mine. I certainly put a lot of work into it, but they did too. Mark guides the fallen and I'll extend a a hand. Nice to meet you, Jolie, like the song. Oh, I know that song. That's a good name. So I heard there's something special about you, Jolie. Yep, I have access to Gnosis. I've been able to hear Gaia's creatures since I was 10 years old. How do you consider that? Many would consider that maybe a curse. No, help me in my endeavor. Help me get uh, my PhD in environmental studies. Helped me do all these sort of things. Was able to really use the spirits and listen to them sometimes so that I could really track things. I was able to track down some illegal hunters that way because I was able to step sideways, find the spirit of the de- of an elk, and then got it to tell me where we needed to go. Very well done. Anyway, nice hot chatting with you, but we got to get this uh, food to the community network. We're doing another round uh, to try and help the homeless here. Oh, certainly. I don't want to take up too much time. I, I just wanted to check in on the fetish. I, it's one of the first fetishes I've ever... One of the biggest fetishes I've ever created, definitely. Just wanted to make sure it's doing you can folk just fine. Yeah, he's, he's doing fine. Left a porno in the glove box for him. There you go. That's less risky with the hostility we get from CSPD since they, they're not a fan of our network since we crossed them in our founding. I've had run-ins with the police here. It's, let's just say it's always definitely an episode. Yeah, uh, the the albino guy has stories. We've kept our distance from him though. He's apparently real bad news when what you're trying to do is a low profile. Uh, Steven, definitely hard to keep it on the down low when he's involved, but it's only difficult when it's involved those he's trying to protect. Yeah, yeah I, won't, I won't deny his passion. Anyway, you need Certainly to ride back? Not. Gladly. And I could give you the name of somebody that can help you with Steven. Uh, he's my alpha, actually. Uh, Kyle guards the low. I can introduce you sometime. He can sure. help you out with Steven. Good luck. You tried to get everyone to deal with Steven. You might have some better luck with Kyle, but thanks for the ride. She drops you off at Garden of the Gods and drives off. What are, y'all, what are y'all doing? You all reconvene? How do you want to prep for Flux? So... As the third is of the group, Mark, Zeb, I guess the first question is, how do we get there? <laughs> and then, how do we not die while there? What do we need to expect? That'd be an intent. That'd be an int, a cultural. If seven. If seven. All right, Mark. To find flux, you're gonna have to find something that has 
a symbolic representation of randomness. Something that's tied to the idea of random, of chaos, or something that is deeply tied to unbridled wilderness. Not just nature, but a sort of primordialness Wild to energy. it. Yes. Uh, the other thing that you know is that it can take several days to get to Flux, and you know that time works differently in Flux, and you might be able to leave... While you might spend 20 days in Flux, when you leave, only 10 days have passed, or two years. It really depends. So Flux is fluid in the concept of time. And finally, Flux seems... You don't have a whole lot of information from what you've heard in the stories, but you do know that Garu have a spark of the wild within them, and that that spark is what allows them to shapeshift. Within Flux, some legends call, say that the spark of the wild becomes a raging inferno, but they don't go into any further detail on what the hell that could mean. And in summary, basically a place of pure chaos. Were you ever told what you're supposed to do once you get there? I remember that I had a very difficult time even understanding what the spirits were saying to me, and I don't remember what they told me to do. Honestly, it's been long enough, and we've done so much that I honestly don't remember what we were supposed to do, or what I was supposed to do while there. But I know that checking it out is important and might go a long way to mend ties. Might I recommend as we make our journey there, because it will take some time, perhaps think back upon the memory, maybe try to remember what you're trying to do. Considering that it involves your fetish, maybe you can uh, commune with the spirit of the fetish. It's broken. That's how the spirit got out and spoke to me. Maybe we can summon the spirit. Do you have the spirit's name? Were you able to acquire it? I would advise against summoning it or trying to summon it. It was terrifying. They both were. Both? Yes, there were two. Not in the, the fetish. One came after, but it it was scary. And I would not advise trying to summon them. They, I'm fairly certain one was a spirit of chaos. And I feel like that might not be wise. But it seems that we're racking some memories here. But I think our first item of business is to find this object of a symbol of chaos, some randomness. So in my head, the first thing that comes to mind is dice. The first thing that came to my mind was a rave. If you're looking for chaos, look no further than a casino where everything is statistical probabilities. Isn't there like a human, isn't there like a human like myth of it's always rigged at the casinos? I, I just the short of it with it, Supposed rigged, it kind of gets rid of the chaos factor there, if there's an intent for control. But the randomness is always built in and rooted in casinos. Maybe it might be not... rigged, but it's always random. Maybe you're on to something, actually. Maybe it's something in the casino, yes, definitely. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, uh, but William, you might not be aware, but the casinos here in Colorado are in one place and that one place does hold a black spiral hive so (laughs) 
that does cause some issues. So raves, they, to me, they radiate pure chaos, loud, loud, disorienting music, drugs that does that do who knows what to people's minds, alcohol, dancing, just nothing expected, nothing in order, lights that disorient, and it's to me, it seems like everything about a rave is designed to elicit some sort of chaos in the mind, in the atmosphere. I can see your point, Rhea. Building on that, it is the other option that we're looking for. Something that is absolute wild, the wild inside of us. I see no flaw in the logic. It's worth a shot. It could be something that manifests in the Umbra during the occasion. A rave, then. I have an idea for you, young Mark. I would take your considerable talents craft a divining rod and we will summon a very small spirit that's going to help us find a core of chaos within the party district and then we're going to find the right rave core of two hearts is going to take us on a little journey it's an excellent plan that and i haven't crafted something in a while this will be fun you should spirits like that all right so we'll need some time to craft the divining rod and then let's uh let's break this down mark and Zeb, you're going to work together to do the divining rod, correct? Yes. Okay. Cora, Kyle, William, perhaps you could get Jolie, Jolie, Jolie to drive you to Denver. Sounds like a plan. Jolie, 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 we're begging you. Can we hitch it right? Okay. I would like to cast Apecraft's, Apecraft's Blessing. So. Okay. Zeb could be doing summoning an appropriate spirit while you craft a very pleasant looking divining rod with intricate carvings and things like that to make it more interesting to be housed in. Okay. All right, Zeb, summoning a little gaffling, right? Yes, sir. All right, Zeb, you summon the spirit. The spirit manifests quickly as so. Zeb, as you begin calling the spirit of seeking, you hear something. You hear a As you see this large bloodhound running through the umbral umbral scape approaching you as it looks and it goes, Why have you called me? As it growls and from the top of its head, you see a cluster of eyes looking almost like a raspberry as the eyes look around, look at you and then suck back into the head, growling. Perfect use for a stick. We need to find something. A party. The craziest and wildest part. The one with the most chaos. And we have something we'd like you to inhabit while we do that. My friend has made something just for you. After that, you may be free to go on and hunt as you wish. But this we need help with. And I'm glad you're here. And I'll give him a gnosis in the form of just like meat, gammon. As he eats it down and he shifts from hostile to neutral. Just one use. Just one use. My friend is finishing accents now, so it is unique to just you. Can you do me a favor then? Yes. Find the biggest, most impressive tree in the city and then pee on it so all the dogs may seek it and know that they are conquering the greatest monument within the city limits. All right. Your vessel is complete. All right. 
Alright, so you need to spend a number of Gnosis points, minimum one. Each point of Gnosis spent reduces the spirit's Gnosis rating by one. The Garu player then must roll willpower, difficulty, the spirit's adjusted Gnosis. The number of successes indicates how long the spirit may be forged into ser service, each success binding the spirit for one week. In the case of a talent, the spirit is bound until the object is used. So this spirit has, because it's a seeking spirit, it's got relatively high gnosis. It's got eight gnosis. Okay. Okay. Um, I will spend two gnosis to reduce its difficulty. Okay. And I'll roll my willpower. Come on. All right. You succeed as the spirit is bound within the stick. And you have created dowsing rod. Meanwhile, over at the family of the peaks, a uh, monthly meeting place. This month it falls under. This week it is, or this month it, it is at Boyd's house. Oh, hey guys! Long time no see. Come on, come in, come on in. As the house is pretty packed with several people, as they've done, they're all looking pretty tired. As they've clearly been doing a lot of charitable work, moving boxes, helping people out. What, what can I do for you guys? Well, we were hoping that we could grab a ride to Denver soon. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, Julie will be more than happy to take you up there. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, we haven't met her yet. Um, could you point her out to us? Uh, sure. She's over there. Jolene! Jolene! As she walks over, you see her again. Once, Kind of short, stocky, but... Clearly strong, she extends a calloused hand and grabs grabs your hands. Nice to meet you, Jolene. It's a pleasure. Uh, Kyle, and this is Cora. Nice to meet you. And this uh, quiet one? I'm William. Nice to meet you. you. So, what do you guys need? A ride, I heard? Yeah, so uh, we are needing to get up to Denver. Sure, I can take you. Would tomorrow morning work? I don't think the morning is what we need. What we need is to get there by nightfall. Well, I mean, we can, if necessary, we can always kill time in the city for a few hours, right? Depends on when the party's happening. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll hit some raves still going, or maybe we'll catch some that start early, right? It's whenever you are free to drive us. Children. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow morning would be best for me. Uh, that afternoon, actually, I got to take the truck out and get it, uh, get it washed. And then uh, we're, I was going to take a few people back up from Pueblo. So morning is the best time for me tomorrow. That sounds just fine. We can we can find something to do in Denver, I'm sure. All right. Hey, excellent. And hey, we can, uh, if you change your schedule just a tad, I mean, we could help you. We'll have the time. Wash the truck up in Denver if you're okay with it. Oh, you do that? That I... <laughs> Thanks. Well... <laughs> Like I said, we've got the time. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, you need me to pick you up at the usual spot over in Garden of the Gods? Main yeah. parking lot? Perfect. Main parking lot. Yep, that sounds perfect. Hey, cool. Oh, yeah, she goes, here's my uh, here's my card, here's my number if you guys have phones. Um, I know some of you guys don't. Cora shrugs and looks at William like, I don't have a phone, do you? I do. All right, here uh, we go. I'll take it from, from her. All right. I'm going to keep uh, socializing for a bit. So it was nice to meet all of you. So nice to meet you. Thank you again so much. It's a pleasure. As you guys kind of return to the Sacred Stone after several 
hours of walking and things like that, all of you kind of reconvene. It's nighttime. All right, so we've got a truck for tomorrow morning. How's your dowsing rod situation going? Done and done. And hands Cora the uh, dowsing rod. Perfect. Thank you. It's the next morning as you guys kind of gather in the parking lot, the main parking lot of Garden of the Gods. As you see Jolene arrive with the unyielding road as she gives a couple honks to let you guys know that she's there. She parks and lets you guys in. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks again for the ride. You're a thing. All right. So you got what? Do you, so you guys will help me wash this bad boy, right? That was Absolutely. the deal. Awesome. Thanks. As William, you feel something heavy in your lap before there's a large trucker just sitting on you going, and I am filthy. Howdy. As he looks you over and smiles. It's nice to see you again. Greetings. Sure thing. Y'all got any uh, toothpicks? You mean... I'll help. hand him a bag. Oh, thank you much. As he goes, oh, sorry. As he gets up, pushes off William, and starts crawling over into the front seat before landing heavily on... Yeah, Cora's riding shotgun. Lands on Cora. It's a good ride. Thank you kindly for the gnosis, ma'am. As he looks over at Jolene, she goes, yep, no problem. As he opens up the glove box, pulls out the porno, and then just starts reading it casually on on Cora. This is going to be a long trip, isn't it? It's only an hour and a half. Look at that one. As he moves over slightly. She's gorgeous. Yeah, certainly. Man, it's just, oh, man. Yep. Look at that. Absolutely beautiful. They afford all that cream in the swimming pool. Or takes a deep breath and just, can we get on our way, Jolene? <laughs> She's driving down the freeway. Yeah, no, we're, we're on our way. I just can't speak God, too much. Oh, yeah. It's because I'm so smooth. You're so right. Anyway, oh, sorry. Very rude as he turns around and starts shaking the magazine at the three in the back. Any you want to read? It's got good stuff. That was meant for you, I believe. So I'll let you keep it. All right. I well, appreciate the offer, but no thanks. All right, all right, as he puts it back in the glove box. Y'all ain't no fun. Anyway, good luck on the drive. I'm gonna, as he vanishes back into the car. I hope you have the best time. Cora uh, just looks out the window. As you start heading off to Denver, and we'll see how their road to flux continues next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 See you then.